thank you so much, Rachel, for joining us on Spill the Tea today. We are super excited uh, to talk with you. So um, let's get into it. We also want to acknowledge that you just had a interview with us for uh, Mommy Moments, so where you talked about being a mom and an entrepreneur. Uh, what was that like for you? We'll talk about that first. Um, it was really cool. Um, first off, to be a part of the Mommy Moments podcast, on top of the fact that um, I was talking about homeschooling, and Tammy actually homeschools, and she had just started homes- homeschooling that day, I believe. But um, I was nervous at first, but it felt really good to talk about it. Okay. And was that your first podcast opportunity for as audio? I know you did. We've you done one before um, on like a YouTube channel, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I did a YouTube one um, like last month, I think. And that was my second audio podcast interview. Okay. So you're going to be like a podcasting pro at this point, huh? <laughs> I'm trying. That's the motive. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm sorry. I'm I'm so familiar with you. I didn't allow you to introduce yourself. So <laughs> I just don't write into the interview. So um, go ahead, Rachel, and tell the Spiel to see audience about you, who you are, where you're from. Um, hi, my name is Rachel Rogers. I'm from North Carolina. Um I'm originally from New Jersey. I've been in North Carolina for about six years now, and I love it. Um, I'm a homeschool mom of four children. Um, I have a couple of businesses. My brand, BU by Ray, um, is my brand. I actually just rebranded a couple of weeks ago. Um, and in that brand, I have a couple of different businesses incorporated into that. Um, that's it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, <laughs> so you mentioned your business, which your the name is uh, BU by Ray. And the topic of this episode is the art of being you. So we know that you got a chance to talk about being a mom and being an entrepreneur, but what is the what is it like to be you and how did you come to find yourself? Um it's great being me. Um it's been a journey trying to honestly find myself and I'm still on that journey, but um basically along the path I've been noticing that I like doing what I like to do and that keeps me happy like whether it's um like business related or family related I just think that everybody should be them and that will make them happier so how did you find the things that make you happy I know that you have lots of different things going on within your business um but how did you come to know like this these are the things that are going to keep me motivated, keep me inspired, keep me going. Um, that's a good question. Honestly, um, a lot of things that I do, I kind of just stumbled upon it, kind of like a leap of faith type of thing. Um, like, for instance, my jewelry line. 
I started that about seven or eight years ago. And I just decided one day that I wanted to like make jewelry for myself and stuff like that. So I made a few pieces and, you know, like I would post myself wearing the pieces of jewelry on Facebook or Instagram or when I went out, you know, I would wear my jewelry and people would be like, oh, that's nice. Where'd you get that from? I'm like, oh, I made this. And they're like, oh, cool. Do you make custom pieces and stuff like that? And I'm like, yeah. And then before you knew it, before my eyes, it was a business or whatever. Um, so with that being said, that, you know, was my first passion and stuff. Um, yeah. And everything else basically fell in line with that. Like I took a break from the jewelry and I came back as doing a lot of other stuff like life coaching and online courses and stuff like that. Like I just started doing stuff that I thought was cool and I thought I was a little strange for, for doing certain things, but come to find out people, people like it. People like what I do and a lot of stuff that I have to say. Yes, definitely. Um, you are doing some amazing things, right? And you're taking like all parts of your creativity and you're turning it into businesses, which is so inspirational for other people. You know, looking to start entrepreneurship or looking to start to be homeschool moms. Um, and just, you know, and looking to be, you know, a married homeschool mom and entrepreneur. So you are leading the way for sure. Um so we wanted to ask you a little bit more about maybe some um, along the way, you know, whether it be business-wise or in your personal life that, you know, kind of part into, you know, the art of being you. Um, I know we've talked about, you know, how our struggles, you know, kind of help us become who we are. So do you care to share any of those with us? Um. Basically, sorry, I had to think about it. <laughs> um, basically, like when I was growing up and like a, a big part of my 20s, I don't know, like I feel like I lived my life to please other people. And I did a lot of things like, you know, career related or job related and Overall, just, you know, things that weren't me just to make people happy and please other people. Um, so now, I don't know. I guess that goes into, again, like finding myself and stuff like that. Like now I just feel kind of free and I feel like I can do anything I want to do and um, stuff like that. Um, that's beautiful. And that's something... Um, on the podcast for whatever reason <clears throat> excuse me us being brown women love to people please um, mm -hmm. and I try to get everyone to share some things or tips that they they did to get themselves out of people pleasing because that seems to be a problem for many of us mm -hmm. definitely definitely um, you just gotta I don't know. Focus on yourself. Like, that's really, like, my main thing. Just focus on yourself. In a way, you kind of got to look at it like nobody else matters but you. That might sound kind of selfish at first, but it's real stuff. Like, just worry about you, what makes you happy, what you like doing. 
Um, that's pretty much it. Do you ever feel like there's a point in your life where you're doing good, focusing on yourself, and then you kind of get sucked back into people pleasing a little bit? Yes, definitely. Um, can you tell us like what you do to kind of get yourself back out of that, back on to focusing on you? I kind of got to have a talk with myself sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it might sound kind of crazy, but I don't know, like, when that happens, I feel myself getting out of whack, and I'm like, all right, you know, like, I'm behind doing this. I didn't do this, like, falling off track with everything, and I kind of just give myself a talk, like, all right, Rachel, like, what's going on? You need to get it together. Like, this ain't how you roll, you know? And... um. Usually when that happens too, like I have a planner and a like a to-do list type of notebook. Mm-hmm. I start writing stuff in my planner and getting more on track and organized and stuff like that. And I also recently started um, buying sticky notes. And I have a couple of sticky notes and stuff like by my desk and my work area that, that kind of helped me to stay focused. So you're putting what quotes on sticky notes or like messages to yourself or yeah, um, a little bit of both, a little bit of quotes and a little bit of messages. Like I have one right in front of me right now, and it literally just says, "Just stay focused." <laughs> 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 and it's been helping. It's been helping. Like I glance over at the wall. I'm like, okay, yeah, got to get back to it. That's a good tip using sticky notes. I might need to try that myself. so so what advice would you give you know to some brown girl some brown woman who's out in the world and she hasn't really discovered herself yet she doesn't know the art of what being her is like what would you what advice would you give um take a step back and observe like things around you and try new things. Like you really don't know what you'll like until you try it. That's been a that's been one that's worked for me. Like, cause I know in life it can be so much going on around you or whatever, and you just get sucked into life, like living day by day, working, doing this, that, and the third. Before you know it, it's a new year and all types of stuff. But like, really, just focus, have some you time and observe stuff just try new things get out and go to new places or whatever like even if it's by yourself like just do it might be kind of hard now with COVID and stuff but if you can find a way to do it safely go for it yeah and I'm glad that you mentioned the do it by yourself right because I think a lot of times we always feel like we can't go and do things because we don't have other people and that may not be the case for us because I know you and I are introverts. So we're kind of cool <laughs> with going and doing some viruses. Um, but that just brought me, you know, to my next topic. How um, has life been for you? You know, you have so many moving parts, uh, so many businesses that you're growing, um, and yet you're introvert. So tell us a little bit about what that experience has been like for you, the good and the bad. Um. I'll start off with the good, I guess. Um, Like, recently, like, as far as COVID, like, COVID has helped me to push my stuff, like, 
online and social media and stuff like that to try to get my myself out there like myself my brand and stuff like that um that's been challenging being an introvert but cool at the same time um because some of the things like I thought that I would never ever ever do being stuck in my ways and being an introvert like oh no I'm not doing that I can't do that but it kind of like forces you to right um, which is a good thing. I like challenges, so it works. <laughs> um, as far as the bad, hmm. let's not say bad, you like challenges. Like, let's say, tell us about the challenging things you know that come with mm -hmm. your introvertism. And God made it, I don't know if I made that word up or not, but I say it a lot. <laughs> your introvertism and your you know, need to create and be creative and have these businesses and brand these businesses and get them out into the world? Um, It can be hectic. Like, my anxiety at times is through the roof Um, because I'm like, I got so much going on and then trying to manage everything and network and stuff like that and keep it going. Um, Another thing, like, I guess that would be I don't know, but like, um, that's like being an introvert and stuff like that and trying to be on social media and push stuff or whatever. Um, I noticed that I'm like bad at responding to like messages and stuff like that. So I'm putting myself out there to the world via internet and everything, but like my, my inboxes and stuff will be backed up of stuff that I still have to respond to. And that kind of gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's kind of it. It's just it's just hectic, and I have to to stay focused and keep my mind on the, the positive things. Right. So, have you made like a plan or thought about what you could do to kind of lower your anxiety or do a better job at responding um, to people? Um, to lower my anxiety, I lately I've been trying to meditate more. I used to be a lot better with that, like waking up and meditating or, you know, finding different times throughout the day to meditate and just be. But um, it has gotten kind of harder now, especially with four children and homeschooling and the businesses and stuff like that. But I find that when I do do that, my anxiety is lowered. Um, as far as responding to like messages and phone calls and stuff, I try to respond like as soon as I see a message or a phone call. Um, I noticed that if I, for instance, look at my phone right now and I see I have a message from somebody and then I just put my phone down and go about my day, start cooking breakfast or lunch or whatever for the children before you know it. I never responded to the message. And then that gets drawn out into like days, weeks, sometimes, unfortunately, months. <laughs> so um, like if I just pick up my phone now and just message people back, that turns out better for me. But sometimes I can't always do that. But when I'm able to, it works. Yeah, I think that's a good thing for us to put in our heads to just, you know, when you see it, if you can, go ahead and respond. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Um, we also wanted to ask you, 
<coughs> excuse me. Um, while we're on the topic of, you know, the art of being you, what's your favorite thing about yourself? That's a good question. <laughs> um, I like that I'm outgoing. Like as much of an introvert as I am, I feel like I'm I'm really outgoing. Like if I want to do something and I have my mind set on it, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to find a way and make it happen. Yeah, that's good. And um, that's something that people uh, don't maybe recognize or realize that introverts can, you know, have a very much sense of outgoingness to them. Um, So tell us a little bit about, like, how, even within your introvertism, you are able to (laughs) continue to, you know, have this outgoing perspective and show up for yourself and show up for other people. Um, Just how are you able to do that with being an introvert? Um... Most of the time, I honestly just think back to, like, my past and stuff like that, certain situations that I've been in and stuff like that, and I'm like, you know, I don't want to go back to that place, if that makes sense, Um, especially now with children and stuff like that. It's like, all right, I got to keep going. I got to keep, you know, staying motivated and getting my stuff together. Um, that's kind of what what helps me to be like outgoing and stuff. And then sometimes I'll have days when I'm like, you know, I'm just getting like a little funk. Like, I don't want to do that. Oh no, I'm not doing that or whatever. And then once again, I have my pep talk with myself. Like, Rachel, come on. <laughs> like, you don't want to go back to like those days in the past and stuff like that or whatever. Like, you got to do something. I'm like, ain't nobody going to do it for you. So, and then that helps me do what I got to do. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, being you, part of being you is being a brown girl. So, tell us what being a brown girl is like for you. Um, good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) being a brown girl, honestly, like... I don't know. I feel powerful. Like sometimes I just feel like I can do anything because I'm a brown girl. Like we're just powerful, you know? (laughs) I feel like we, I don't know. We're just very special. It's, it's beautiful. I totally understand you. Um, I wanted to mention that within your curriculum, you um, cater your curriculum based on culture and heritage of uh, Black or African-American people. Um, So I wanted to know what uh, brought up your desire and passion to do so and to stick with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I decided to do that because, like, um, I was seeing, like, a bunch of commercials and 
ads for certain products and stuff and I would go into the stores and I would see a lot of products that's geared towards our people, um, brown people. But at the same time, I'm like, um, I don't know, like the products aren't made by our people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is it truly for us or are they just trying to like suck us in to, you know, for us to give them their for us to give them our money and stuff like that. Like, for instance, like, I don't know, certain skincare products, like they've been around for years or whatever. And then some now I'm seeing like, you know, it's great for melanated women and stuff like that. I'm like, how would you know? You know, so I'm like, I'm a melanated woman and, you know, I'm making my products or whatever in hopes that other uh, other melanated women or men will benefit from my products and stuff. Like, kind of like coming straight from the source, if that makes sense. No, that makes that makes great. Like relating, like hopefully they can relate to me and I can relate to them. No, that makes great sense. Uh, that's a good way to get a target audience. Well, we know all about that, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, we like to always ask this last pop-up question. Question is, what is a word that begins with the letter B that you feel describes you, and what does that word mean to you? Oh, now that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> um... Hmm. Got me thinking here. <laughs> I, start, I start thinking exercise. <laughs> I love it. Um, I would say bold. And I say bold because, once again, being an introvert and people who know me as being an introvert, like certain things that I I do, like whether it's business related or, I don't know, like certain opinions that I might have on stuff, sometimes they look at me like, okay, or whatever, like you're bold for saying that or doing that or whatever. So that's why I chose the word bold. Okay. I guess, like, being an introvert, sometimes people just expect you to just sit there and go with the flow, you know? But I'm like, no, I have a voice. Y'all might not hear it much, but I have a voice. (laughs) That's very important, right? Learning to use our voices. Very, very, very important. Um, So thank you so much for this exchange. We enjoyed it. Um, tell, um, go ahead and tell us where we can find out about you and all of your businesses. Um, I have a couple of Instagrams. I'm working on redoing my Facebook pages and groups right now, but my Instagram is B-U by Ray, and that's (laughs) B-E-Y-O-U-B-Y-R-A-E. And my other Instagram is Coach Rachel Rogers. Um, oh, yeah, I have another Instagram. <laughs> um, that one is Autumn Ray LLC. And that one has like my baby teethers and all of that stuff. Yeah, go ahead and give us a rundown 
all the things that you sell. Um, so people can know, like, what to come to you for. Um, so I, I make vegan skin and hair care products for men and women, um, like soaps and hair and body oils, um, shampoos. Um, um, sorry, went blank. <laughs> um, body scrubs. And I'm working on a few other products now. Um, I also make handmade jewelry and baby teethers and hair accessories. And as far as my services, I'm a homeschool coach. Um, I offer homeschool tutoring, a motivational life coach, and I build websites. And I'm an author. I just wrote a book. Yes, you did. <laughs> What's the name of your book? It's called Homeschool Basics 101 Guidebook and Journal. That's so like your website. Yes, that is on my website um under the homeschooling tab. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much. Do you have any shout outs you want to do for the episode? Um I'm gonna shout out you, Parker. Okay. <laughs> 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 um and I'll give a shout out to my husband um actually he's the brand manager making the labels and the logos and stuff like that so he's a big part of what I got going on oh that's so cool thank you hey I'll shout out my children too <laughs> because without them there would be no home coaching, um, homeschool coaching, you know. They're a huge part in it. Yeah. That's so nice. Thank you. <laughs> well, we wanted to thank you so much. One, you are a very active member within Black Purple Lips, and we love having you a part of the community. Uh, we thank you for coming to speak with us on Spill the Tea today. We also thank you for your contribution to Mommy Moments. Uh, for you all who don't know, Mommy Moments is our podcast platform where we interview moms about their their mom experience. So we appreciate you contributing to both podcasts and all that you do within the Brown Girls Purple Lips community. So thank you so much. We look forward to our collaborations and partnerships thank you and thank you so much for having me and bringing me into brown girls purple lips i love it you're so welcome have a great day you too